Okay. <laughs> I don't know why that was funny. Hello, Mark. Hello, Ian. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? Good. Good to a drag show last night. I did. I went to see Mario Dubois. Yes. Now, now the she... famous off the telly, Mario Dubois. When you say off telly, you don't mean like she's not part of the whole RuPaul world. No, 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 no. She's just been on the telly. On telly. On yeah. telly. Oh, yes, because she's not... She's female with a lot of makeup on. No, no, no. She she's a, it's a full drag queen. But the, oh, ca- okay. but the character is a biological woman. I see, I see, I see, see. Oh, it's all very technical, yeah. isn't it? You know. Um, there was a moment last night during the show where um, she had went over and was talking to someone in the audience and then she asked them what pronouns they used so that she could refer to them correctly and then she had a whole speech about how woke she was for an elderly bird from Rotherham. And then uh, later on was doing this speech and, and picked me picked on me to shout out her name and fill in the blanks. And at one point it was like pronoun and I'd said to her, I was like, well, what pronoun do you want me to use then? And she was like appalled, like, what do you think? Of course I'm a woman. <laughs> um, so it's, it's, it's very that. Like, if you called her a drag queen, she'd be like, what? How dare you? How dare you? Now, because she's, she, she's called you out before. On stage. Literally almost every show that I've been to, she's dragged me onto the stage. But then she it must was, remember you. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she thinks I'm a stalker or something. Um, but yeah, so two years ago, last time The Fringe was here, I'd went to see the show and it was the same show I'd went to see then. Mm. And there's a whole section in the middle where she makes someone hold a folder up for her that she reads from and someone else has to fill in the blanks. Okay. And last time I was the folder holder. <laughs> and today I was the fill in the blanks man. <laughs> um, so I've, I've experienced both sides of that comic. Good, good, good situation. Good. And we we uh, did you you the reason we were laughing at the beginning of the recording is because uh you need to segue into something to talk about. Oh yeah, so uh, well, <laughs> absolutely. So I can segue. We can segue. I like a segue. Um, well, I was I was thinking. Go on. Um, earlier on the week, I've been you know pondering life, and. Everything that the you have analyzed. Oh me? <laughs> Overthink? No. Never. Um, I was thinking about this this pandemonium that's been going on for the last couple of years and um, the things that I've missed. Mm, right. Yeah. And then I was thinking about holidays, and I just want I just wanted I was thinking about you and thinking about I bet you've been on some great holidays. Well, it's funny you say nice that. Things. Um, in short, no. <laughs> uh, We've got friends of ours who go on these fantastic kind of adventure holidays, which I love hearing about, and I love the idea, and I've, and I love like, um, you know, the photography of like people going to you know places where you will get complete culture shock. But I mean, I just, we're pretty vanilla. So what? But what's your favorite? What's your favorite trip you've been on? Hmm. It's it's often about who I go with. Uh, we just recently went to Shetland. Um, where my husband's from and we had two friends with us and we had a really great time because obviously you you're seeing Shetland through their eyes you know and that was really nice um we also uh, years ago we had a circle of us uh, go to Mykonos but not on like the main city town of, of Mykonos it was like on the other side of the island it was only like 20 minutes bus right away so um uh, it, but it was just Sorry, guys, if you hear a knocking, that is the uh, the washing machine going through a spin. Um, but uh, on, on the other side of the island, there's this, uh, I think it's called Albatross. 
which is a, a hotel. And it's got a nice pool and an amazing view of this bay and stuff like that. But it's like 60 euros a night for like, you know, a double room. Just fantastic, you know. And, uh, but yeah, the, the, the guys we went with and, and the lady was hilarious fun as a group. So yeah, often it's, it's about like who I'm with. But when it comes to the actual city, if I'm completely honest, I'm terrible at sightseeing. So places like New York, unless I'm being driven around, like, because it's a very... Yes, it is a very walkable city, but it's a very big city. So by the time you get to the building, go up in the elevator, you've kind of lost your patience. Yeah, the views are amazing, but you can only look at New York air, like from a high you know, vantage point for so long before you're like, all right, let's go down now. And then you have to then face walking back to the hotel or wherever. You know? Yeah, 100%. Because then there's, like, there's like four or five buildings that you can go to the top of to look yeah. at. Obviously, you can go to Empire State Building. You can go to the top of the Rock and stuff like that, the Rockefeller yeah. Centre. Can I, once, you've, once you've been at the top of one of them, like well, how many the buildings can you go up? The Empire State, it's, it's gorgeous to look at the Empire State, but when you're in it, obviously you, you can't, can't look see at it. it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. but, so, but so the holidays I really enjoy. I, I, I'm a bit of a basic bitch like that. I love Gran Canaria because, you know, you get a hotel close to the Yumbo Center and you just people watch all day and you like you know, you just feel like it's, it's like a mecca for gays and so you don't, there's, you don't feel out of place at all and then you can just chill out by the the pool if one if you want if you if you're if you've got energy you can go for a jog by the uh, you know there's a, a big a boardwalk thing what do you call it uh yeah i like i like those type of holidays yeah. i think what's funny about um gran canaria is like have you uh, been why well, I, I worked there oh that's of course yeah yes, 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 yes. i spent i spent like eight yes, months living there colors. um yes because you were saying that you wished you i just chilled out you more. chilled more yeah 100 yeah. um the funniest thing i think about gran canaria is for the gays it's like it's almost experiencing what life would be like if you'd been heterosexual because all of a sudden you're in the majority yes <laughs> no that's that's a great point and it's true isn't it and like and all the restaurants are pretty much gay owned and all the bars are gay bars yeah. <laughs> it's just it's yeah. I could see why people would retire there, you know. Um, it might get monotonous, but at least you can kind of chill. I mean, recently there was, um, you know, it, an awful, you know, gay bashing here in Edinburgh, which in 2001 is, is shocking, but it happened. 2021. Oh, well, where are we? 2021? <laughs> oh, my God, I've lost 19 years. Yeah, but it did happen. And so even today I was walking from the gym down Broughton Street. And and I was really aware that I was changing the way I walked the gate. Is that what we call it? The gate of your walk, you know, to look, you know, masculine, you know, because I don't know why. It's just, and then I realized I'm always like that out, in, out you know, out in, um, out in public. And uh, we, uh, we'll go back to holidays for a second because it was quite interesting because there was a, uh, my uh, work colleague, Johnny, was cutting this guy's hair and I made a joke before walking out of the, uh, the, the barbershop to go get lunch. And then the guy just turned to, well, said to Johnny, um, so he's straight, you know, referring to me. And Johnny thought that was hilarious. It's like, no, no, he's very gay. And then he, when I came back in with my lunch, Johnny's like, come over here, come over here. Say what you said when Ian walked out. And he's like, I thought you were straight. And Johnny burst out laughing and everyone else burst out. And, I, and, I, and there was a moment where I was just like, wow, I passed. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and there's like a weird pride in that. And then you're like, yeah, but why? But, but why? Why but should why? I feel proud about that? But yeah, so um, 
But when you're in somewhere like Gran Canaria, even in Sydney, like just get to be your authentic you self. Of, yeah, you can just yeah. you can just exhale. One hundred percent. It's so easy. You don't have to think about it. Yeah. You'd just be, you you be as gay as you want to be. Absolutely. Right. Have you been to? Did you ever go to Cafe Ren? I think it's called on in the Sita Sita Center. No, it's like a few blocks away from the Yumbo Center. So there's this kind of um, <clears throat> pattern through the day. So you you go to the beach and the dunes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, if you want and then you you come back in and on the walk back down that boulevard from from the Rio Palace um, towards the Yombo Centre on the right there's a few streets in there's this Cita Centre C-I-T-A and it's this odd centre that it's like land time forgot it's almost like post-apocalyptic because most of the shops are shut and dusty but some of the Stuff they were selling maybe 15 years ago are still there you know it's like yeah. relics you know <laughs> and some of the shops are open but there's no one there and then so you you make your way up the escalators and it's like on the fourth floor on the rooftop and then under obviously it's covered there's this fantastic german cafe and it's busy all like you know all these people just sitting there looking beautiful and you can just like people watch all day and and the staff and it feels very family so because i think the the people, like, they make their own cakes, which are amazing. And the staff are all, that's say, handsome. And I think they're the sons of the, the owners, stuff like that, you know. So they must get good tips. And then you leave that and it's back to the city. And then you go to the Yumbo Center and you, you know, sit on this. Because there's those areas in the Yumbo Center where there's, like, three bars on an intersection. Yeah. You know what I mean? Huh? And you just sit there. I just love that. Yeah, I could easily see why people retire there. So when it comes to holidays, yeah. Because we've got friends of ours who, again, who adore going to places like Dubai or, um, you know, and I just, I just don't, uh, I don't see the pull of that. Fair. Cause it's just so hot. Like you're yeah, just indoors 100%. all the time. I, so I went to Dubai three times in mm. 2019. Three and times in one year? Yeah. Why? Um, so my best friend moved out there. Oh, okay, cool. Um, That's very sweet. Are they still out there? Yeah. Yeah, he still lives there. And um, I, before I went, was like, yes, I'm not. I'm not that bothered about it. And then it kind of clicked for me. Like, Dubai is like... So, like, imagine just like a bunch of millionaires got in a room and just went, okay, so we're going to create a city. Yeah. Let's write a list of everything you could possibly want to do on holiday. And then let's just build it in the middle of this desert, right? So then, oh, yeah, the people want to go to a water park. Yeah, we'll build water parks. Yeah, okay. People want to go to a theme park. Yeah, we'll build a theme park. People want to go skiing. And they're like, yeah. okay... Like Derek, we're in the desert. Yeah, but we'll, we'll build a mountain indoors, and then they can go skiing. Okay, Derek, it's very much like oh that's God. what it feels like. But you do spend your days running from like apartments to the car to get their con, and then from the car to the internal of the mall because mm. <laughs> it is scorching. Yeah, my my mum's from Singapore, and I've been a few times, and I've been only twice with my mother though, and it's really funny because. I, I get this from her I fall asleep in anything that moves you can piggyback me and I'll fall asleep like anything that moves I will fall asleep on my mum has my dad has a motorbike so she'll sometimes be the passenger like riding so she'll hug my dad like a baby koala and then fall asleep on his back on a motorbike anyway uh, but in Singapore obviously because it's you know the humidity and the heat and you know the thick air and the sweet smells I love Singapore the smells of food and all that but as soon as you get into a very well air-conditioned taxi mum's asleep literally within five minutes like no no five seconds like it's just she's just gone you know because you know it's just such a relief to be out of the heat 
you know. 100%. But, <clears throat> but yeah. How about you? What's your favourite holiday? Um, so I, I I think probably my favourite is, so I went uh, February 2020, so right before we got locked down, I went away skiing for a week to Chamonix over the February break. Because that's the thing with being a teacher. Although people are like, oh, you get so many holidays. I'm like, yeah, but my holidays are dictated to me at the time when it's the most expensive time to go on holiday. Yes, of course. And for the families. Yeah, and then also, like, so then when somebody has a wedding or your birthday, you can't just take a day off. Like, Mm. you don't have days off. that You can't Mm. just do that. There's no freedom to it. But February break, I went away skiing. And uh, that was probably my favourite holiday. That was cool. So did you... Did you know how to ski? So I went? yeah. So when I was younger, like I learned to ski in Edinburgh, like at Hill End, and then for, on the brushes, on the brushes, on the, brushes. on the bristles. Isn't it true that if you fall, it's like oh, it's like <laughs> yeah, like, like slices you apart. The whole body exfoliation. Yeah, it's not fun. <laughs> and then I, but I didn't realize I should sell it as beauty treatment. <laughs> totally, just getting dragged up and down the slope. Skin renewal. Just gonna attach your feet to the ski plow and just <laughs> drag you up. Um. So I didn't realize that. I didn't realise that. I just thought that's what skiing was. And then Glasgow have like their snow dome. So like their little slope, but it's like okay. f- like artificial snow. So then I went skiing there quite a lot. And then when I'd been in Dubai the year before, I'd skied there every single time I went there. Because um, I really like skiing. But I'd never skied on proper snow on a mountain. So when I went to France skiing. Um, yeah, and it was great. Although, like, I had some pretty bad crashes. Like, I was black and blue bruised. Were you... Did you go on the... I don't know what else you would call it, the kiddie slopes? Did you go on, like, oh, kind of the... Oh, no, no, we just you go went for straight it. To yeah. Because they have different colours that represent... Yeah, so you have, like, green runs, which, I mean, there were sections that you had to do because you had to get from one point, point A to point B to do mm. a run. So everybody would have to go, like, down, like, this green section. Okay. And then it would split, and then there was like blue runs, which were kind of like intermediate, red runs, which are kind of more difficult, and black which were like borderline suicidal. Oh, goodness. Um, and I didn't even bother doing red because I went to do a red at one point, and then I was like, okay, so this is pretty much vertical. Oh, and then no. had to like almost like sidestep down this slope. So I was like, I it's too. If I was to ski this side to side across the slope, there's that second when I'm turning. Where my skis are straight, straight down, down, and I was I would have just went. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, okay, that was a bad idea. So I stuck to my blue slopes, and uh, yeah, I had a great time. And uh, Chamonix great was amazing. Exercise. Oh, great exercise, yeah, which meant that at night I was like, I'm going to eat all the cheese and yeah, all. Of course, of course. And there was this little place that did like um, fresh like stone baked pizzas. It was right beside because um, you're kind of right on the border with Italy. Yes. Um, so they did like fresh stone baked pizzas. They did like tiramisu and stuff. So we used to go there at night and sometimes get a pizza. Um, they used to this pizza where you would cook the pizza base and then slice it open and then fill it with like chicken salad, like chicken meal. Oh wow! And salad and then cook it again so that the lettuce was like warm and st- it was. Sounds disgusting, but it was probably delicious. It was stunning, <laughs> absolutely stunning. I and hate hot salad. I just need the microphone stand. Stop bumping I'm the sorry. stand, darling. It reads. Um, <laughs> so that was really good. And then one day it was super super snowy, so we couldn't get up into the mountain. Hmm. So we took the hire car through the Mont Blanc Tunnel down into Italy which I'd never been to Italy before either so that was fun and spent a day in Turin and then obviously Turin became like the epicentre of coronavirus like a week later yeah um very lucky not to not to have ever had it and um maybe you didn't you were just, maybe I did maybe you were didn't. asymmetrical <laughs> asymmetrical <laughs> and uh, may- oh my god maybe I'm patient zero maybe I brought it back <laughs> and uh did that and then um I remember one night in Chamonix we had uh 
we had so there, there's like a very posh spa up in the mountains. It's like mm. oh, it's like chalet. Like, oh. Did you get treatment? Oh, so it did treatment, but it was one of these places where you go in and it's like a wellness center, okay. and it's like. Please take off your shoes and put on your flip flops, and you're in your swimming trunks and your robe, and you're going to go down the wellness path, and the wellness path leads you through several different rooms. That sounds like heaven, right? But these rooms are what, like steam sauna. So one's like really hot, and one's really cold, and one's like a pool that's like room temperature, and then one's a pool that's quite hot, and then one's a pool that's very cold, and then one's like a Himalayan salt room, and you just go. But I went to one once where it had a room where it was a steam room that was really warm. And un, but you uh, so you're sitting down, and then under your feet though was um, pebbles, and very cold water was running over them. So over your feet, so really cold water on your feet. That's cool. as you're being really steamed. Really, yeah, it was, it was gorgeous. I would like that because I don't like really being too hot. So steam rooms, and I can get. I'm fine with steam rooms, sauna rooms. Not not for me. I saw yesterday when we were doing a headshot. You get very warm. Very I get quickly. very warm very quickly. Yeah, I got very uncomfortable and very sweaty. <laughs> and uh, so we did all that, and then we paid for treatment. So we we're getting a massage, and I remember going. So I remember going into the the, the wellness center where the massages happened, and sitting there with my cucumber water, and then um, going into the room, and the woman being like, "Okay, so just." Um, if you just de-robe, just pop the disposable underwear on, cover yourself with a towel, let me know when you're ready, I'll come back in and we'll get this session paper started. Paper underwear, I've never actually right. seen paper so underwear. So, I hadn't either. So I okay. picked them up and it's, if you imagine like a pair of briefs that you might have worn when you were like a kid, right? Yes, so, I still wear them for the gym. A wee, a, a wee brief, right? So, <laughs> like a wee paper brief. Now, I've got my swimming trunks off and I put the briefs on as I would put a pair of briefs on, right? So, large part at the back smaller part at the front okay yeah. and i realized that the small part on these paper briefs is too small to be a paper brief okay, right I understand so what you're saying, yes. it's now clicking in my head that this is possibly a thong situation right because i'm like well actually well this is all the junk all the junk at the back's covered but <laughs> the front is open to the elements so i was like right <laughs> So I've taken them off and I've already spent a, a while looking at them. So I've had them on and I've got them back off and flip them around and I put them back on. So I've got this large baggy kind of pouch thing oh, covering looks great. my front. Oh my God, it's Very so sexy. sexy. <laughs> and then a kind of weird kind of paper thing, basically just covering the crack of my arse, right? <laughs> Essentially. And I was like, right, okay, it's fine. Because they it's use fine. that for spray tanning and stuff, don't they? Well, yeah. well, I've never had a spray tan, but I've heard. And uh, <laughs> at this point, I've got myself all flustered. And I was like, right, this is meant to be relaxing. And she's knocking on the door like, are you ready? And I was like, oh my God. So I jumped on the table, covered myself with the towel. And I was like, it's fine. She's not going to see. So it doesn't matter. If, if I put this on backwards, she's not going to see. And she came in and I just had my head in that hole on that table. I was like gripping it for dear life. And she walks over and she stands beside me. First thing she does is the edge of the towel that is closest to her. She just lifts it up. Just, <laughs> just to have a wee lick, right? Car crash and underneath. It, so she lifts it up, pulls the whole towel off of me. And then lays the end that was furthest away from her down in front of her and kind of fl- throws it over me. Unnecessary. So just, just rotates the towel for absolutely no reason other than to have a look at my arse. <laughs> <laughs> for the rest of the massage, I was like... Uh. Maybe, to be fair, maybe she was making sure that the, the small part was at the back because if it was the other way around... I don't know, maybe she would have said, listen, I'm going to step back out and give you a fresh pair because you put these... On oh, the know. wrong way. I bo- and then I remember vividly 
being towards the end of that treatment and her working her way up my back and then feeling the table move and realizing that she was kneeling on the table above my head. Mm. So there was just like a knee basically almost like on each of my shoulders and she was really getting stuck in. And after a week of skiing, like I needed it, but I was just very aware that essentially she was sitting on the back of my head. (laughs) A nice warm lady home on your head. Toast in the back of my scalp. Do you like getting deep tissue ma- deep tissue massage? Ooh, I do. Do you? I, yeah, especially like when, when I get the knots and stuff like. I, what I find, funnily enough, physio is so necessary, right? Because I, I, because my job, I'm a barber, um, I get like arm pain and quad pain, stuff like that. but it's it's almost because at least with like a massage, it's continuous. But with physio, so it's a very isolated area. If they just work on your arm, they just sit there and work on your arm. And I'm very, I become. This sounds really perverted, guys. So just work with me. I'm very conscious because the tables are very narrow. If my arms are like to my side, even they obviously they're doing their job. They've they've done, felt, seen, heard it all before. But as as a, a patient or what are you, a client, what do you call it? You're very aware if their crutch rests on you. <laughs> you're just like, okay, there is a flaccid penis lying just, on just my Just resting on my elbow. For a while. And then then, then you realise, okay, just focus because like they're there to help you. Stuff. Um, one, the, one guy recently, like he literally sat on the bed with, like I was lying down, he sat on it and then put his, my arm across his lap to then knead the muscles um, at the top of my forearm, which I could see what the point was, but that basically meant I was like you were oh, just you were just coddling his crotch, just coddling his crotch. Was like, focus mm. on the. He's like, is that is that is that like painful? Like I haven't even considered. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm feeling is the warmth of your crutch. Yeah. You know, so. On another note, I didn't realize you were Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> He was very sweet, actually. I think he was Christian, which is very nice. <laughs> at, the end, at the end of one session, he was like, God bless. I was like, oh. <laughs> Shivers up my spine. You I burst into flames. <laughs> Absolutely. No, but it would be great to, I don't know, like, as I said, like, do some more adventurous holidays. Like, would you ever do, like, like skydiving or bungee jump? <clears throat> I was worried about bungee jumping being so tall that like they would miscalculate it and I would just, like, smack my head off the ground. <laughs> the people go down and then they just glance the water and they come up with like wet hair no i would be like head and shoulders under <laughs> yes, so yeah i that that gives me the fear yeah don't know if i don't think i'd do a skydive either Ooh. i would do a skydive more than a bungee jump for some reason i don't know why i don't know i just feel the jarring oh, it's of giving me the, a shiver. The, the 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 bungee rope i know it's elastic you know, yeah the bungee rope um I just feel, at least with your when you're free falling, if something goes wrong, well, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> How about holiday romances? Oh. Do you look out for them? Um, no, <laughs> no. Because um, I guess you were holidaying with family and stuff. Yeah, I'm. Either, I'm either there for family or I'm there with friends, and I think um, it's important to be present. It's important to be it's present in the moment. You. Um, yeah, I, I would be the same. You know, if I was single, because. Um, even in when I was living in London, I'm sure we've talked about it. I was, you know, I'm always risk averse. But one of my friends re- recently told me a story where he was with his family on a holiday, I think in Italy or somewhere like that. Sorry, the, the cat is trying. <laughs> the cat is just like patting me on the knee, being like, "Touch me." But he did Touch. fall, and um, he was they they the, the guy stole his phone, 
Um, yeah, but, but so he didn't leave the room. He's like, no, my phone was here when I walked into this room, you know. And the guy's like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. And then he re- and then he um, looked under the bed and saw his phone sitting there turned off. And he realized while he was, uh, while they were in an intimate embrace, let's say, the guy managed to get the phone, turn it off and put it under the bed so it wouldn't ring. All while it was all happening. So the guy clearly had done it before. So, so yes. So that's just one fear story. But, you know, the rest of you guys, oh. like, if you go out and you meet someone, you connect, please safely do it. Yeah, you enjoy yeah. yourselves. Exactly. We're sex positive here on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you as long your, as you're safe. You, live, you live your absolute best lives. Absolutely. Just don't get robbed. <laughs> just don't get robbed. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Have you booked anything, though? No. No, because no. a, a lot of my our clients have booked stuff. Like, oh, so, so my my friend's already messaged me because he's not been back in the UK for a, well for a while now, and he was like, oh, and then so um, Dubai's just moved on to like the Amber List, which means you don't have to isolate when you come back. Nice. So he's, he's he messaged me being like Dubai in October break, which is a good time to go. Yeah, because you're over the heat, heat heat of the summer. How um for a return ticket, how much are we looking at? In two twenty one. It's do you know what? it's so different. I would I would I would just make it up. I'd oh, love okay. to be making up. I think, oh, okay. I think it's about six hundred or something. Okay, okay, yeah. I just yeah, just because it's just it's obviously one flight, isn't it, from London? It's not like it's one flight from Edinburgh, Glasgow. Oh really? It used to be Edinburgh and Glasgow. Okay. You could get uh, you could get uh, I want to see you could get like Etihad from one and Emirates from the other. But I might I might have made that up. But um, Emirates used to fly their big uh, double deckers out yes. to Dubai mm-hmm. twice a day from Glasgow Jesus. but they don't anymore okay well you but know, that was always fun though getting on the double decker <laughs> the big wings <gasps> Ooh. feel quite stable I find with those big air buses though because it feels like the heavier the the plane is or the ship you know the heavier it is mm-hmm. the 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 the, uh, the ascent feels more gradual yeah it's like this thing is heavy obviously when you're in like a small brrr, double propeller plane it's like zzz, you're up. well i've never been in one. Oh, really they're good because you're up above the mess of turbulence so quickly but i find when you're in like a big plane and it has to go through like really stormy clouds it feels like you're in it for ages it's yeah. terrifying so yes but yeah, i just don't fit this. in plane so it's a seven hour flight and regardless it's always painful do they not look at you and think, well, let's give this gentleman the emergency exit? So sometimes I do. So I've chatted my way into an emergency exit on, on a plane before several times because middle-aged women, I'm their kryptonite. They love a bit of my chat. Oh, um, so, so it, it's, I, did we talk about this before? Height. I don't know if we talked about this before. <laughs> John Eiler window. I'd like extra legroom, Sandra, if it's going, oh, go on then. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Oh, nice. um, Charm gets you everywhere, you know. Charm gets you everywhere. But yes, I mean, surely they, they, it's a human, it should be a human demand, you know. Just be like, I am over six foot. <laughs> but yeah, book book the October trip. Yeah. I don't know. We haven't, uh, we haven't booked anything. Obviously, we're in like UK stuff, like Shetland and stuff like that. But I can't wait to, I can't see myself being able to go back to Australia until 2023. Yeah, sure. You've been quite strict, haven't they? Yeah. And Which is good. Yes. Good for them. I'm not going to go into it here, but like I just saw a post this morning from one of my Australian friends thanking one of his friends for uh, giving him some handmade um, face masks. And I was like, oh my God, this is like us, March 2020. Like Australia's just beginning their 
coronavirus journey. Let's just really, say. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Because I think they're only like fifteen percent vaccinated. Where yeah, like I thought they were pretty unaffected though, because they just kind of locked their borders down. They did, but you got to remember, Australia is on planet Earth, and coronavirus is not going to go away. I mean, I, I, I think the initial idea was, if you have it, stay home, get better, and when you come out, coronavirus won't exist. You know, it, yeah. You know, but obviously, people do travel. And I think a few people actually got sick in the quarantine hotels. Like right. they went in negative and came out positive, and that's how it's. Oh right, okay. So that's the and this is the Delta variant, which is very contagious, you know. So and yes, Australia is very cautious, but uh, yeah, I think they just they they should have with all their fabulous freedoms that they had through the year of hell that we had. Um, they really should have been putting a very positive PR spin on getting vaccinated. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they, they, I don't, I don't know what they did. I wasn't over there at the time, but for some reason, not many people got vaccinated, you know, but they were, it was there. It wasn't like the, the they didn't vaccines have the vaccine. weren't there, yeah. but even my parents were like, Oh yeah. Like, you know, it's, yeah, we keep getting asked to go across the next town to get vaccinated. I'm like, right. And they're like, just have them done. Like, okay. Okay. So just do it though. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So, so with that in mind, um, cause I, you know, but if it gets to say 2020, what, what year are we now? 2021, um, 2022, if it gets to say 2023, March, 2023, and there's still no sign of me being able to go to Australia without quarantining for two weeks in a hotel, I'll just buy the bullet and do it because I have to see my family at yeah. some point. No, hundred percent. I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, but it's fine. But, but it actually, by contrast, it's put me in a much more positive light, a, a positive mood about how we are in this country. I mean, we've got nightclubs opening now. Um, you know, masks are still going to be around, but uh, I just feel because of herd immunity and we're at what eighty-eight percent fully vaccinated. Yeah, something like rad like that. It's you good. Know, it's great. I'm, you know? I'm so keen for it. I'm just like, yeah, I'm here for it. Yeah, because obviously. When we're going through, like, getting over a thousand, a hundred thousand cases a day, it was just so dark, you know, and uh, it's like, God. But now, because we went through all that so um, intensely, intensely, you know, uh, we've come out like this. But anyway, anyway. but yes, so I can't wait for for holiday. We should go to Gran Canaria. We should. Let's go there next summer. We should go. We should go. And you should relax there. Oh my God, right? And I'll take you to the city centre and take you to Cafe Ren. And I'll take you to Ricky's and we'll do karaoke. Now, where was Ricky's? Ground floor back corner beside the Burger King. Because I remember. So this is one of my favourite stories. Yes, I know where you are. One of the first nights... um, We were there and we'd all went out. And we'd just been wandering out and we ended up in Ricky's. Is that near Bunker? Bunkers the opposite, opposite corner. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, no. so not like diagonally opposite, but it's down the other end. Um, it might all be different. I've not been since 2014. So I remember we all went down, went to Ricky's. Um, they sussed that we were reps. Reps used to get um, a wee bit of a discount because we yeah. could send our people in our hotel there. So they looked after us, a wee bit of discount. We were up singing because we were the entertainment team. So it's the girls especially were good singers. So it was good entertainment. We're having a great night. And... Um, I remember we were all quite drunk and we were leaving and we, you have to, the Ricky's was opposite end of the Yumbo from the bit that we left to go to our hotel. So we had to yeah. walk across, right up one of these full kind of promenades in front of all the bars where everyone's just like staring at you. And uh, I remember walking up there with the girls and um, sort of an older Spanish man was going, 
and I was very drunk, so I don't really remember. But he was basically saying "Wapa" and coming towards me, going "Wapa," and I was like, "He's very excited for his Burger King." <laughs> you were his. And then he was looking at me, going "Wapa," and I was like, "No, it's a chicken royale." Such <laughs> a ch- chicken oh, pollo, pollo, no. I love that no. you go all the way to Grand Canaria and get a Burger King. Yeah, um, but it was like late at night. It was like 3 a.m. or something. We'd just yeah. been out drinking and the Burger King was open. So we're like, right, we'll get a Burger King. We'll walk back to the hotel. And yeah. That's and then, one thing about Grand Canaria that Arthur and I miss. As in, I don't, what I'm saying, okay, you know, as every time we go there, we are, even on holiday, we are hard pressed to be found awake past 11 p.m. But the Yumbo Senator, I don't think, gets really busy until like yeah. one or two or something like that. Yeah. We've never seen that. Because it's all, it's people's <laughs> kind of, especially there's so many all-inclusive hotels around. People yeah. stay in their hotel till 11, 12 yeah. to drink the free drink. Yeah, and yeah. then they go. So usually I think you would get a show that was quite, you would get a show about 11 that was quite tame. And you usually another cabaret show about one. Okay. So all the show bars would usually do two shows a night. I think. This was mm. a long time ago. Um and we would all we'd be working till twelve o'clock at night. Mm. We'd ha- smash a couple of drinks in the hotels. We're quickly getting changed, and then head out. And we'd be out in the bars for about half past twelve. Yeah, and we'd always have a good night. Oh, and then yeah, we'd get absolutely wrecked. Yeah. And then come in, have to, like get back at like five six o'clock. Have to be up to do the announcement at the poolside at nine a.m. <laughs> and we'd be hungover, if not still absolutely steaming drunk. On the microphone, be like, okay, so coming up at nine o'clock, we've got darts, and after darts, we've got killer pool. And then, literally, as soon as that microphone went off, all four of us would just fall oh. into the pool. And we used to just exhale all the air from our lungs, so we all just sank and we'd all be lying there, like <laughs> the these corpses the at the bottom of the pool. And you'd come up from that cold water because it was always cold first thing in the morning, and yeah, refreshed. Let's A do swim it. Swim is so good for hangovers. 100%. And then you'd have but somebody. Of back then, you probably didn't really have really bad hangovers. Oh, no, I was older. I was 24. Oh, I'd, I'd, be, like I'd been to uni, whereas all the girls were 18, 19. I see, yes. Um, so they were fine, but I used to get bad hangovers. But the first activity, whoever was doing it, would always be soaking wet. Just be standing there, be like, who's for killer darts then? <laughs> <laughs> and the rest of us would be like pr and going around talking to families, just being like... Yes, we'll book it, we'll book it. Let's do it. All right. Uh, and the rest of you, book your holidays. <laughs> get yourself some vitamin D. <laughs> you like your D. Well, it was nice speaking <laughs> to you, Mark. Thanks. Nice speaking to you too. <laughs>